Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Healing My Earth, Healing Me podcast. And today I'm going to talk a little bit about one of my many passions. I really, really enjoy scuba diving and also rethinking gift giving this Valentine's Day and a few more surprises as well. I've been scuba diving for almost 10 years now. And it's definitely something I haven't been regular at. It's not exactly the cheapest hobby if you don't have your own gear and everything. And this year, I'm really excited to start diving a bit more and getting in touch with the ocean a bit more. It's definitely something that still challenges and excites me. And and actually, the other day, we just went diving up in Broughton Island in Nelson Bay. And we saw about 17 grainer sharks, some Port Jackson sharks, and and wobby gongs as well and definitely a lot of fish so i am through the different rock formations that i probably wouldn't have gone through if no one else had gone through it <laughs> um, it was a beautiful dive site looking glass at broughton island um, if you're ever up there definitely worth the trip and it brought me back to the last time i went diving and saw greener sharks as well actually and there was one shark in particular and this was at Southwest Rocks, there was a fishing line stuck to its jaw and a few of us were trying to cut off the fishing line so that it wouldn't get stuck. Um, And a few of us were trying to get close enough to cut off the fishing line without aggravating the shark. Unfortunately, we couldn't get to it. So the reason we wanted to do this is because if that fishing line gets stuck in a coral or a rock, it could potentially ruin the coral or if that fishing line gets stuck between a rock and there's a strong currents and the shark's trying to swim away the other direction it could hurt itself and it's yeah just not something that is ideal and that's just not ideal so yeah next time when you're fishing I know it's something that's and I know it's probably something that you can't control when you're fishing line gets cut by something external Um, but I just would like to encourage everyone to be careful with the plastics that they're using when they're around the ocean and that's definitely something I'm mindful of as well I started kite surfing um, just a few months ago and I and that's definitely something I'm being mindful of as well I started kite surfing just a few months ago and definitely recognize that these kites are not made of natural fibers. And I was talking to the guy who owns a kite store. And yeah, there's quite actually quite a few people that recycle recycle the really old kites that cannot be repaired anymore into bags, pouches, um, any other gift items, that, any other items that they can make from this fabric. So it's not just the plastics and nylon and all that that's going into the ocean. It's also the ones that are on shore. So yeah, after diving the other day, we went to the beach and went kite surfing and we saw a fishing line in the sand that's tangled in between the seaweed. And that's actually what brought me up to that memory of that shark with a fishing line at Southwest Rocks. So yeah, I just encourage everyone to... Think about what they're bringing to the beach. Think about what they're bringing into the ocean. And just be mindful. Not 
telling you to give up all these sports that you're into. I just encourage everyone to be a bit more mindful when they're bringing stuff into nature, not just the beach and not just the ocean. There's when you're going to the bush and in the desert as well. So with that said, it's the 7th of February when this is going to be published and Valentine's Day is only a week away and I'm not actually one for romantic presents and presents in particular around Valentine's Day. It's something that I don't feel is essential. Um, Yes, it's a day about celebrating love. Um, I like to celebrate love every day. And yeah, it's actually, love's actually my word of the year. So yeah, rethinking gift giving this Valentine's Day. I would encourage you to, and I would encourage you to speak to your partner, whoever you're wanting to give a Valentine's Day to, and talk to them about the five love languages. So if you don't know what they are, and five love languages are, and this is in no particular order, Quality time, acts of service, words of affirmation, physical touch, and gifts. Just have a chat with your loved one. See how they feel about each love language. And do the test yourself, or even just have that internal dialogue of asking yourself, how do I actually feel about these five love languages? Do I actually like receiving and giving gifts? Or maybe I just prefer to have quality time with my loved one. You'll build a much deeper understanding of each other this way if you are giving someone with gifts on top of their love language or maybe it's on top of yours there are so many gifts that you can get or make as well that don't have a massive negative impact on the environment one thing that people are becoming more and more aware of is the fashion industry fast fashion has exploded because clothes are cheap but that means the life cycles of clothes are shorter as well and that just goes into our landfill and into our waterways so with clothes now I check the labels to what fibers they're actually made of whether they're made of natural fibers or synthetic fibers the reason why I don't like using synthetic fibers anymore is because some of them are a form of plastic if you see polyester on the label that's that's definitely plastic and and if you didn't know this either, whenever we wash our clothes, fibers degrade. And those fibers, microfibers, go back into our waterways, go back into the ocean. And you're probably thinking, oh, what about those clothes that are advertised as sustainable and made of recycled fabrics? And yeah, that's all well and good. Um, I am all for recycling and all for repurposing those. But I just encourage everyone to be mindful whenever they wash their clothes because those are still made of microfibers. They're still going to go back into our waterways and they're still going to go into our bodies. So at this point in time, the most sustainable thing you can do is to buy secondhand clothes. Or you can buy brand new clothes that are made of natural fibers and buy more for quality rather than quantity. No one's going to judge you whether you wear the same thing every month. And if they do, I don't know if they're going to be worth your time. And for other DIY gift ideas as well, one of the things that I really enjoy making is kokodama balls. A friend taught me how to make them and now I just can't stop making them. It's a beautiful thing to do with your loved one as well. So maybe you can collect the items and set a date that you're going to go out for a picnic and 
make this kokodama ball or maybe work on the garden. And that's going to work well if they've got quality time and gifts on the top of their list. And if they, they enjoy that certain activity, I suppose. Another really good one that I enjoy is going to secondhand bookstores and buying a book that your loved one would like to read that you don't necessarily have to buy brand new. I love secondhand books because for me, I think about, oh, wow, this book has gone through at least one person and they're part of the story of that book. And yes, I am a little bit sentimental, (laughs) if you can't tell already. But yeah, if you're buying secondhand books, it's less stuff that's in our landfill and it's continuing on that life cycle of that book. If your loved one has quality time on the top of their list for the five love languages, why not get them a voucher for an activity that they've always wanted to do, whether it's rock climbing, going for your scuba diving license together, whatever it may be. So yeah, I just encourage you to have that conversation with your loved one. It's proven really helpful for my relationship and I've seen other relationships flourish when they communicate this as well. And that's pretty much all the gift giving ideas I've got for this Valentine's Day. If you have any other ideas, I'd love to hear them. Oh, and before I forget, we've got the International Day of Women and Girls in Science coming up on the 11th of February. So I just wanted to take a quick moment to to recognize some female leaders who have made a massive difference in science through their research and just following their dreams of being a scientist. Some of these incredible women were pioneers in the industry. So first up, we've got Mary Curie. She actually became head of the physics lab in the early 1900s. And at that time, women didn't really teach science at universities. And she pioneered research in radioactivity as well. And of course, Dr. Jane Goodall. So she's definitely known for her work with chimpanzees. She's a champion of animal rights. And when she's not working in the labs, she's climbing trees and mimicking chimpanzees' behaviours in Tanzania to gain their trust and study them in their natural habitat. And there's also Mae C. Jemison, and she was the first African-American female astronaut that went into space as a part of the spaceship endeavour. And before that, she was actually a medical doctor. Next one I've got on the list is Jennifer Dudner. Apologies if I've mispronounced that. So she's one of the most culturally significant scientists studying today. She's actually helped develop CRISPR. If you don't know CRISPR, that's C-R-I-S-P-R. So that's the genetic engineering tool that's, that's allowing people to have, air quotes, designer babies, but mainly to treat sickle cell anemia, cystic fibrosis, Huntington's disease, HIV, all that stuff. So thank you, Jennifer, for your work. And there are so many more female scientists that I want to mention. The list will keep going and we'll go on in this conversation forever. So I'll leave it at that. And I'd love to hear who are the women and girls in science that you really admire. I would love to hear and learn more of who's inspired you. And and thank you so much for listening. Again, I encourage you to rethink gift giving this Valentine's Day. Think about how that affects our oceans and how that affects our health as well and definitely having the five love languages conversation with your loved ones that's definitely going to be awesome for your mental and emotional health and and that's going to be so much more sustainable so you don't feel like you're buying all these things and they're just going to sit there 
collect dust or end up in our landfill eventually, which then ends up in our bodies. So yeah. Thank you so much again for listening and here's to living a more sustainable life. All right, so here's me adding on this last minute snippet to this episode two days before this is meant to be published. So (laughs) So yay, last minute changes, but I'm really happy about this one because last weekend I spent it with our startup cohort for our bootcamp. And if you didn't hear it from the previous episode, so my full-time job, I'm the impact manager for Singularity Australia. And one of the programs that we run is to help startups solidify that moonshot idea, learn how to be ready for investors, and shift into that way of thinking where we can make the biggest impact that we can have. And one of the beautiful women that I met at the bootcamp is Mary. So Mary is the founder of Me and the Gang. And one of her goals is to have transparency in the cosmetics and fashion industry and in terms of waste and true sustainability. And that definitely aligns with me. So this is why I'm adding it to the episode. So yeah, check out Me and the Gang. She's actually launching a beauty box for Valentine's Day. I'll put in the link in the show notes so you can check it out. Um, I might be checking it out for myself and getting myself a beauty box for Valentine's Day. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Healing My Earth, Healing Me. And I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram. I'll link those in the show notes. And if you have other ideas and people that you'd love me to interview. And if there's anyone that wants to meet up that would like to be in the podcast, I would absolutely love to meet you and talk all things environment and health. I'll put the link in the show notes to book in a time with me as well. And on that note, thank you so much and have a lovely weekend.